the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. And today we have two new contenders who happen to be a couple. Let's see if we ruin their marriage. <laughs> In one corner, she's a knowledge buffet, so delay before she'll decay you away, and her husband thinks she's so pretty. It's Brenda Polotsky Vanier. Brenda, welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. Why don't you let the folks at home know a little bit about you? All right. I am an awesome lady in her mid 30s, one child, one child of a husband, <laughs> amateur podcast guest, and all around awesome. Sounds good. Nice. In yeah, the we- other corner, ooh, ladies, the doctor is in. He'll be robbing your heart and make you feel like a real Wonder Woman. You feel so much like a star girl, you'll hardly be able to stand it. But he's not all dark side. He's also got a heart of booster gold. It's Dr. DC himself, Reed Vanier. Reed, welcome to the show. Oh my God. Thank you. I want to marry you now. That was amazing. That is velvet. That is lovely. That was amazing. Reed, why don't you let the folks at home know a little bit about you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm the the host of the Doctor DC podcast. I'm a big comics uh, nerd, uh, but I I also am just a nerd about things. If I like a thing, I learn as much as I can about it. So sometimes that's history, and sometimes it's movies, and sometimes it's comics, and sometimes it's things even sillier than that. But yeah, no, I'm excited to now humiliate myself by getting every question wrong. And or humiliate your wife. Yes, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Brenda and Reed just a little bit better. And since I asked ahead of time about music, I want to know, what is your favorite Aerosmith song? Dream On. (laughs) Quick. (laughs) She wanted to get that in before he had a chance to answer it. Yeah. I think... I think might be mine might be crying. You do love crying. I th- I think my favorite one's crying. I'm a big like I I like a power ballad. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's sort of what I like the most out of a lot of like classic rock. So you especially like the be cool 
version of crying when she's out on the stage and Steven Tyler shows up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Christ- yeah, yeah. Christina Milan. Yeah, yeah. I think it's crying for me. Although I do have a soft spot for uh, I don't want to miss a thing because oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like twelve when Armageddon came out and I saw it like six times. And that, that's yeah. a, that song up, hit hard at that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like my runner-up is probably "Dude Looks Like a Lady" because every time I hear it, I think of uh, um, Ace Ventura. Oh, sure. When he's oh, okay. when he's going through that sweet montage. Uh, so both for years. Go ahead. I was going to say, for years, I thought that song was Do It Like a Lady, because I think they would put it on the like the Coming Soon ads for Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. mm. and so I thought the whole point was that he was doing it like a lady. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Yeah. All right, so both good choices, uh, Dream On and Cryin'. Um, was Cryin' the one that had the Alicia Silverstone in the I think so. The, I'm pretty sure. Video? Yes. Yeah. Great video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to go against the classic. Dream On is an absolutely fantastic song. And that means that Brenda gets to pick first in round one. <gasps> oh, it was a sneaky part of the game. <laughs> Shakuse. All right. I'm ready. All right. Go ahead and pick your category. I'm going to go with movies. Okay. And that decade will be the 70s. Okay. <laughs> After the death of his former employee forces him out of the only home he's ever known, a simple-minded, sheltered gardener becomes an unlikely trusted advisor to a powerful tycoon and an insider in Washington politics. This is the plot of what 1979 film starring Peter Sellers and Shirley MacLaine? Oh. Shoot, you would know this. <laughs> 1979. And I love Shirley MacLaine. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't even have a good guess. All right, Reed, can you steal? Probably not. Uh, I know I'm about to say a thing that I know is wrong, but I'm just going to say it anyway. The man who knew too little. That's not it. The man who knew too little is incorrect. Yeah. Adam, you don't know this one? Uh, I mean, the only, I only know a couple Peter Sellers ones. And of course, um, uh, you know the Stanley Kubrick. Uh, oh my God, why can't I think of that? Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. Um, yeah. The only other one I could think of that Peter Sellers is like uh, Shot in the Dark, but I wouldn't think that this is it. No, this is a. I believe it won an Oscar for something. I'm not exactly sure what it won an Oscar for, um, but I saw it uh, in a high school kind of extracurricular film class. This is called Being There. Oh. Oh, oh I okay. never would have gotten that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. No, no thank That's you. all right. No points, no harm, no foul. And we go over to Reed. What category would you like? Ooh, um, I want um, I want food, please. Okay. Food from the 2000s. Ooh. What mighty tiny snack by, Ke- by Keebler came in sweet flavors like chocolate chip cookie and savory like cheese it okay okay keebler snack they came in different flavors cheese it or chocolate chip cookie oh um uh is this no that's not keebler oh my god um our snacks are so different in Canada. Um, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we do not have Keebler readily available, so um, this is amazing. This is going to be... I keep, 
keep wanting to say like it's it's like a it's like a dip thing, but I don't have a name for it. So no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not Dunkaroos. <laughs> no, uh, that's not Keebler. Is that your guess? I I, I th- it's as good as I've got of one, unfortunately, because uh, we don't get Keebler up here, which is insane. Uh, Dungaroos is incorrect. Brenda, can you steal? All right, I'm I'm just as oh my god, bring this home. I'm just as sad as you, but I'm gonna go with a handy snack. <gasps> handy snack is also incorrect. Oh, uh, we haven't been to the states. I believe enough. I like that you've at least had something to name. That was great. I believe handy snacks are from Kraft, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Oh, okay, uh, these were called grips. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were. <laughs> You were like word wise closer <laughs> with handy snack. Well, but honestly, when was the last time we went to Alaska and like really looked through the the IGA? You know what we have to do? We've got to go on like a cross country US snack tour now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right, we are back you, to You guys chose the best guests. <laughs> Listen. Uh we've had worse. We've had worse. <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, all right, what uh, Brenda? It's your turn. What category would you like? Let's go with TV. Right. At decade is the nineties. Okay. What Canadian series follows a group of mismatched individuals above aboard? Sorry, aboard an organic spacecraft as they travel through two universes and encounter planets, including a parody of Earth. Oh man, and it's Canadian. This is sad. This is sad on our part. I was going to say Starship Troopers, but I know that's not no. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> it came to my head. Um, I'm just going to throw out just a ridiculous answer. I'm going to go with the SS Canuck, and I know that that's not it. But <laughs> SS that's the most Canadian thing I can Canuck. think of in this moment. Uh, sounds like a wonderful musical. Uh, mm. Unfortunately, <laughs> that is incorrect. Reed, can you steal? Let's see. Okay. They're on an organic spaceship. They're flying to different planets. This if he gets this wrong, I just want one more guess. This is uh I'm trying like I'm running down what are Canadian cartoons. Like it's not the raccoons, it's not Captain Star, it's not uh <laughs> um, it's not reboot, obviously. It's not I have an idea and it's crazy. I should have thought I should it. know what this is because I can kind of picture it and I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's driving me nuts. Um Oh, uh, shoot. I, I, I don't, I have no name for this. I can picture it, but that's it. Did you want to? I was going to say, is it the magic school bus? It, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not the magic school bus. <laughs> uh, so, Reed, um, it was not a cartoon. It was a live action series. Oh, then I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but I am disappointed that you, as Dr. DC, couldn't come up with this. This was the show Lex. <gasps> no, Lex! Oh, Lex. I never, I never saw that, but yeah. he's gonna kick himself all day for this. Lex, Lex, Lex would like, uh, would come on, like, much music or teletude or something like that before yep. other shows I was watching. Well, yeah. Ah, uh, that's okay. Sorry, bud. All right, Lex. Reed, let's get some points on the board, sir. What category do you want? Yeah, to do I that know. In? I've got to do something. This is <laughs> this is painful. Um. All right, let's do um. Let's do news and politics. Let's let's really go for it. <laughs> wow. Into the heart of the beast. And you get the 50s. Oh, God, Ooh. no. What have I done? What monarch 
ascended to the throne in 1952 after the untimely death of her father from a coronary thrombosis. Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth. If you didn't get that, I would have been so mad at you. Queen Elizabeth II is correct. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> With a massive what a softball. <laughs> what an absolute No, do you know what? I need that. I need the confidence boost. Well, the, the dice giveth, but the dice might yep. take it away. So <laughs> That's right. Back over to Brenda. All right, let's, let's roll the dice with fashion. Ooh. Okay. That decade is the 70s. Glamorous women's accessories of the 1970s included what fitted bell-shaped hat? It's also the name of the silver dome they place over food at fancy restaurants. Uh, what is a cloche? Well, this isn't Je- this isn't Jeopardy, so you don't have to say what is. <laughs> but, this is this is this is what I'm going for right uh, now. Uh, but cloche is correct. <laughs> nice, nailed it. Just like that, we're back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do know fashion. There you go. <laughs> But you know what? We've been watching a lot of Nailed It. So when you said the glass dome, I was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> Nailed It is so fun. All right. Read left. We've got music, West. toys and games, sports, literature, and slang. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? Let's go for slang. <laughs> All right. Your decade is the 60s. Oh, no. <laughs> a 60s term for what car feature was birth control seats. Probably because there was less room for Nookie. Oh, bucket seats? Bucket seats is correct. Nice. Yeah. Nailed it. I love that that was the primary concern in the 60s. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm glad you got that because I had that. Yeah, that's I had awesome. That in, in the chamber. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I mean, maybe that's a reason to bring back bench seating, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like that would be less room. <laughs> Brenda, your turn to yes. pick. Uh, let's go for some sports. All right. Sports. And it's our first 80s question. Ooh. Ooh. This might be you. It was July 24th, 1983, when what player came storming out of the visitor's dugout at Yankee Stadium after the umpires determined that Pine Tar was too far up on his bat? I have to change my 80s sports question now. <laughs> it's exactly like the same. I'm trying to think like like if it's like the 90s, I've got it. This this is going to be incorrect, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to go with Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco is incorrect. Reed, can you steal? Right, go. Um, my dad would know this. I wish my dad was here. Yeah, baseball, baseball. Trying to put myself in the mindset of somebody that cares about baseball. Uh, yeah, that's the one sport we don't watch. Baseball. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure I can name anyone from the 80s. Uh, uh, Chichi Rodriguez. That's the 70s, I think. <laughs> Chichi Rodriguez is incorrect. <laughs> Clearly, Adam, you know this one. Uh, yeah, this is a very famous uh, scene where he stormed out. I believe this is George Brett. Yeah, George Brett is what I was looking for. There you go. I, yeah, I wasn't going to get that. I don't feel too bad about that one. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't going to happen for me. We are we are ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Reed. All right, let's uh, let's do um, toys and games. Toys and games, and it's also the eighties. 
Name the side-scrolling beat-em-up video game produced by Irem as an arcade game in 1984, where the player controls a main character named Thomas. No word as to whether David Carradine was an inspiration. Well, I'm... Is it just... Is it just called Kung Fu? I need you to be more specific. Oh, God. Okay, hang on, hang on. His name's Thomas. Side-scrolling... Uh... I'll just say, like, Kung Fu, the legend continues? <laughs> Kung Fu, the legend continues is incorrect. Brenda, Damn. can you steal? Why couldn't this be Streets of Rage? I'm wondering, <laughs> David, is it Kung Fu Dragon Master? <gasps> Kung Fu Dragon Master is so close. <laughs> I think you added oh, an extra you word. You added an I extra word. It's actually just Kung Fu Master. Oh, you were so close. I was so close because David Carradine, he was all about the dragon. So that's why I was, damn it. Anyway, good good for us. Nice try. <laughs> that was close. So, yeah. I like that. It's all about some other stuff too. All right. Uh, Brenda, we've got music and literature left. Uh, let's go music. All right. Literature. And your music is from the 90s. <gasps> oh, you're, oh, come on. Bring it home. We'll see. All right. So this is what I'm calling a dramatic reading. I'm going to dramatically read the lyrics of a 1992 alt-rock song, and you need to give me the title. Tomorrow, we can drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. The past is gone, but something might be found to take its place. You know this. I know you know this. Can you do it one more time for me? Tomorrow, we can drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. The past is gone, but something might be found to take its place. This is really going to bother me. I can't. I can't do it. Reed's got to take it. Reed, can you steal? Is this Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms? Hey Jealousy is correct. Nice. Woo! Yes. Yeah! Thank you. I had it in my head. I know. I had it in my head. Isn't that frustrating? It is very frustrating. All right. Well, Reed, you got the steal, but you don't have any uh, choice left. All you got is literature. All right. Let's do it. And your literature is coming from the 80s. All right. Written in 1985 by Margaret Atwood, what novel is a portrait of a totalitarian world where the ruling class have been sterilized by environmental toxins and still fertile women are subjugated into breeding machines? That's uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yep. Handmaid's Tale is correct. I I appreciate the Canadian slant to some of these questions. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I told you you were going to kick my butt. That is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? Well, Reed has a hefty little lead here. He's got 40. Brenda's got 10, but anything can happen in round two. Since Brenda picked first in round one, Reed, you're going to pick for Brenda to start off round two. What category do you want to give her? Uh, I'll give her um, news and politics. <laughs> All right. I love not think so she much. keeps up with news and politics, and it's from the 80s. Who became the leader of the Soviet Union in 1985 
and initiated major reforms to the government through increasing, uh, by increasing the rights of expressing political dissent and opening elections to oppositional candidates. Is that Gorbachev? Mikhail Gorbachev is correct. Yeah. Noise. We actually have um, Matryoshka dolls of Russian political leaders <laughs> in our in our living room. Okay. All right. And all I can hear is Reagan going, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. That's good, Reagan. All right, comrade Brenda, what do you want to give to read? <laughs> Let's shoot him some fashion. Oh, no. There you go. And it is the 90s. Okay. Oh, you've got this. What clothing item, often associated with farmers, was popular with both boys and girls in the 90s, often with one or both straps hanging? Overalls. Yeah. Overalls is correct. I would have been so mad at you. If yeah. You Woo. I am fashion. <laughs> the epitome, I can tell. <laughs> All right, Reed, what do you want to give to Brenda? Um, let's give Brenda um, slang. Okay. And it's the 80s. We're getting quite a bit of 80s today. In the Sub Pop Records 1988 record catalog, the description of Green River's Dry as a Bone EP contained the following. Quote, Gritty vocals, roaring martial amps, loose blank that destroyed the morals of a generation. What is the blank? It was the first time the term had been used to describe a band from their region. One more time, please. In the Sub Pop Records 1988 record catalog, the description of Green River's Dry as a Bone EP contained the following. Quote, Gritty vocals, roaring martial amps, loose blank that destroyed the morals of a generation. End quote. What is the blank? It was the first time the term had been used to describe a band from their region. Oh, man. I'm going to go with, I don't know if they would have used profanity. <laughs> Almost certainly not. Well, that, I, will, I will say John has had questions. That's not above uh, us here at the Rebecca Trivia Takedown to make that an answer. Just letting you guys know. Not a, that's not a hint. Damn it. Darn it. Shoot. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. It's going to get nicer and nicer. <sighs> I'm going to keep saying sorry because it's my Canadian side. Um, loose lips? Lips is incorrect. Reed, can you steal? Uh, I mean, this doesn't feel like slang, but loose hips is what I was going to say. Hips is also incorrect. Yeah, they weren't Elvis. Well, that's why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so if you know who Green River was, uh, they were from the Pacific Northwest, and they were one of the first bands to start a specific type of genre, and this is where the term comes from, was, was in this particular catalog. It is grunge. Hey, oh. there you go. Yeah, because you and I are, are really up on our grunge. We <laughs> scream grunge <laughs> by the way we look. All right. And we are to Brenda. Mm -hmm. What are you going to pick for Reed? Sports. Okay. A decade is the 50s. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I can tell you with all certainty, I have no CFL questions in here. Oh, yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Because, I don't think that would help. Either. Because we don't watch the CFL. Yeah. 
What team won the 1955 World Series against the New York Yankees two years before they relocated to California? Oh, hang on. Uh, the the Dodgers are the ones that moved, right? So it's the Brooklyn Dodgers? The Brooklyn Dodgers is correct. Yes. Nice. Yeah, baby. Redeemed myself on baseball. <laughs> All right, Reed. What do you want to give to Brenda? Uh, I'll give Brenda Toys and Games. All right. Toys and Games from the 90s. In what falling block puzzle video game from 1990 is the player's objective to destroy the viruses populating the on-screen playing field by using colorful, colored vitamin capsules that are automatically tossed into the field by the title character? One of my fan faves, Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario is correct. Nice. All right, Brenda, left we've got movies, music, TV, literature, and food. Uh, food, please. Okay. And that is going to be the 90s. Ooh. What company's frozen bar had all your favorite juices wrapped up in a neat, frosty, cone-like package? <laughs> <laughs> what an insane combination of words. Um, uh, <laughs> um, what companies? Sorry, it's what companies frozen bar? I can repeat the question if you'd like. Yes, please. Yeah. What companies frozen bar had all your favorite juices wrapped up in a neat, frosty, cone-like package? Okay. Well, if I have to name a company, then I'm going to say like Del Monte. Del Monte is incorrect. Brenda, can you steal? I'm going to go with Briars. Briars is also incorrect. I don't know how it is in oh. Canada, but Briars here is definitely not known for their juices. Yeah, I don't know what you're <laughs> doing there. Oh, oh, juice. Oh, sorry. The, the product is all your favorite juices. Oh well, sorry. I I thought it was um I I thought it was like frozen treat like a well like a it rocket. is but it's made of all your f- favorite juices. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know. Uh, this is why would you do this to me? <laughs> this is Minute Maid. Ah, oh. uh, yeah, I remember those little pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Shoot. All right, uh, Reed, your turn to pick. I'd like to give Brenda literature. Okay, literature from the 60s. Either way you look at it, Joseph Heller's 1961 satirical novel about World War II immediately drew everyone's interest, good or bad. What was it called? Joseph Heller? Yes. Trying trying to think of, like, linear timeline. I know this is way too early, but this is what I'm going to throw out there is Bridge on the River Kwai. (laughs) Bridge on the River Kwai is incorrect. Reed, can you steal? You got this. I should get this because because Heller's a name. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I, no I, that sounds like I know it even less. What I mean is Heller is a very famous author. I should know this one. So, yeah, so should I. And as soon as he says it. Sorry, it's satirical know- World War II novel. Um, oh. Damn it. Darn it. Shoot. <laughs> uh... I yeah I, I I don't have this one. Sorry. I was, I was gonna say no, I got I've got nothing. I was gonna say Great Escape. <laughs> uh, that uh, the correct answer 
is Catch Twenty Two. Catch Twenty Two. And we've I've I read know, that. I know, and it sat on the shelf at my parents' house for years. I, I, I know. I just, Your parents are going to be pissed at us. I know when they when they listen to this, they're going to be so mad. We can't tell anyone what happened here. Don't give them the link. Don't give them the link. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Brenda, I believe we've got movies, music, and TV. Uh, let's go music. Okay, music for read, and it's the two thousands. Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water was the third <gasps> studio album recorded by which artist in 2000? Limp Biscuit, baby. Yeah, trash. Such yeah. trash. <laughs> Limp Biscuit is correct. The greatest band of all time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Reed, we got movies and TVs. What's uh, What do you want to give to Brenda? Or more importantly, what do you want to keep for yourself? Yeah, it's a good question. I'll give Brenda movies. Okay. And it's the 90s. Mason Gamble starred as what titular character in a 1993 film based on a syndicated newspaper comic strip created by Hank Ketchum in 1951? The first live-action adaptation starred Jay North. Can you repeat? Mason Gamble starred as what titular character in a 1993 film based on a syndicated newspaper comic strip created by Hank Ketchum in 1951. The first live-action adaptation starred Jay North. I got a pass. I, I don't have it. All right, Reed, can you steal? Is it Dennis the Menace? Dennis the Menace is correct. There you go. Nice job. Walter Matthau, baby. Uh, yeah, if you would have said Walter Matthau, I would have had that in no time. I could not remember what that kid's name was. Oh. See, I told you you'd kick my butt. All right. It's all relative. I've got a lot wrong here. I'm in a deep shame. All right. And uh, leaves TV for Reed. And the decade will be the 70s. Ooh, okay. If you cast the actors who played... The Penguin, Kanicki, Doc Brown, and Tony Maselli, you get what 70s comedic sitcom? Oh, no. Okay. What sitcom were they on? Um, um, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to picture them all in a room together, and I can't. I think I, think I got it. Uh, uh, oh shoot! I I I've gotten a pass. I I don't know. All right, Brandon, can you steal? Taxi. Taxi is correct. Woo! Damn. Andy Kaufman, baby. Damn. <laughs> nice. Well done. All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? Well, with Brenda's sitcom knowledge of Taxi, she has been able to stay in the game. She is doubled up, but she can still make it back. We've had people come back from this uh, half deficit before. She has got 40. Reed has 80. All right. So we need to find out uh, what categories are going to go into the final round. Reed, since you were ahead, you get to pick first. Oh, um, let's uh, let's put music in the final round. Okay. And it's going to be the 50s. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. And Brenda. I'm going to go with movies. Okay. 
And that is going to be the 80s. All right. So, based on 50s music and 80s movies, go ahead and write down your wager. All right. Do we have to sh- do we share it or nope. do, or or no? Nope. We, oh, okay. yeah, we trust you. Okay. All right. Here is your 50s music question. Howlin' Wolf recorded what blues song in 1956? Wolf said the song was inspired by watching trains in the night and the sparks that would come off the chimney. And your 80s movie question. What 1985 sci-fi film directed by Joe Dante stars Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix both in their film debuts and Jason Presson as a young teenage boy who would build a spacecraft to explore outer space. While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I am going to let everybody out there know they should be checking out the Dr. DC podcast. They do fantastic work over at Dr. DC. They have some fantastic guests, I'll tell you, because John's been on, I've been on. It's a heck of a show. If you guys like DC content, DC comics, absolutely go check out the Dr. DC podcast. Also, check out everything on the Beef Up Network. I'm not, I'm not going to get either of these. <laughs> you go You go first. Well, just let me know when yeah, you're ready. I'm, I, I mean, I wouldn't say ready, but I'm done. <laughs> Brenda, you good? I'm ready. All right, let's find out what you put. Brenda, since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? Oh, come on. <laughs> uh I was going to say, um, I'm going to call it a song. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I'm going to say Smokestack. What's that called? All right. That's that's my guess. All right. And for the other question? I don't know if this is even the name of a movie, but for some reason, I have it in my head when you said Ethan Hawke. Gattaca? All right. And Reed, what are your answers to the question? Oh, this is so, so embarrassing. Um, okay. For the song, I put Long Train Home. And for the movie, I know this is wrong, but I put Starman. <laughs> All right, let's find out what the answers were for your 50s music question, the Howlin' Wolf song. Brenda, you were so close. It is Smokestack Lightning. Is the name oh, of the song. Smokestack Lightning. A great song. <laughs> great crazy. question, John. I loved that. That's crazy. I knew it was going to be one of the harder ones, but it, it's, it's such a good song. Uh, and oh, the 80s movie was Explorers. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, nobody's going to be getting their bids, so let's find out what the final score is going to be. Brenda, how much did you wager? I I was really smart, and I wagered 100. (laughs) You only had 40 points, Brenda. (laughs) I was going for broke. So all in. All in. (laughs) All right, and read. I wagered 60. All right, Adam, math it up and let us know what our final score is. All (laughs) right. With a final score of 20 to nothing, Reed is the winner of the day. Actually, technically, 20 versus minus negative 60. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah. What a... What a difficult trivia game. That was a lot of fun, actually. It's, you if, know, if not wildly embarrassing to no, whiff on some of those questions. No, this is humbling. This is very humbling. It's good, like yeah. Catch 22. I should have gotten you that. You and I knew that. 
And if Should've I would have gotten, gotten F, like freaking overalls, and, I could have. And we obviously need to watch more baseball. Yes, <laughs> so. we do. We need to watch more baseball from the 50s. And, yes, and more Canadian sci-fi shows. Think about <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a weird blind spot. Uh, Lex. Oh, we did it. We did it, though. Thanks for having us on. And we're going to stay married after this. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's equal embarrassment. Well, Reed, since you won, I'm going to let you have the last word. Uh, Brenda, uh, now is your time to plug anything or promote any causes or anything you'd like? Um, since I am a very supportive wife, I am also going to plug uh, the doctor's other podcast. It's called Ghost Facers. It's a supernatural rewatch podcast. Dear and God, how long is that going to take you? Uh, yeah, that's massive. <laughs> Ser- seriously, uh, they've been at it three years? Uh, something like that. We're, we're partway through season eight. Yeah. Out of 15. Yeah. 15. <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and also, if you're listening to Dr. DC, uh, make sure you get on the Patreon to listen to our rewatch um, extra content. We've been rewatching all the James Bonds, and we called it Bonding Time because we're that cool. <laughs> and we just recorded Skyfall last night. Nice. Nice. All right, Reed, your turn for anything you want to promote or uh, advocate for. Yeah, I mean, everyone else has done a really good job of uh, of plugging uh, the, the various podcasts I'm a part of. So, uh, so that's great. Um, I'll plug a thing I almost never plug, which is uh, go check out the album uh, "Stand Up North: Shredded and Dead." It's a, a stand-up comedy uh, album with featuring a bunch of Yukon comedians, including yours truly. Uh, you can go uh, uh, check that out wherever you get your music slash podcasts. Um, very big disclosure there. It is dark and and very profane. Yeah, so, fair. Yeah, fair. So not family friendly. None of the things that we're plugging are family friendly. <laughs> yeah, important disclaimer. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Reed. That's Adam and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.